0: Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 350. Wow, holy shit. 350 freaking episodes, and we're still here. We haven't killed anybody just yet, but... There's something about hiding bodies, I don't know. Um, we are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I am Makochan. And Jesus fucking Christ, what is up with winter?
2: It's first day of spring, why is it still fucking snowing?
1: That's what I want to know! Christ on a stick. I mean, last night they were talking about the snow was going to start at like four o'clock this afternoon. So I'm wearing my boots to work, and I mean, I like the boots, but sometimes I tend to kind of slip and slide in them because I had to get them one size up, but they still fit comfortably. And you know,
2: I got to watch the snowfall at nine o'clock in the morning.
1: Mm. I'll be at I'll be at work staring at out the, staring out the window, looking at the damn snow. Uh, Christ. Well, at, at least on the plus side, Michael Chan gets to sit at home and watch the snow fall.
3: Yeah, I've already been given a snow day.
1: Are you gonna go out there with your uh r- with your tube and go sledding and go tobogganing?
3: Uh, no, I'm actually cooking all day.
1: Ah, what you cooking? I'm
3: making m- buffalo mac and cheese.
1: I might oh, have a chicken. I'm does.
3: making a buffalo chicken dip, and then I'm making a buffalo chicken dip, but the buffalo sauce is chili and lime.
1: Hmm, sounds good.
3: It is good. It is very, very tasty. You tease. Yeah, well.
1: Yeah, no. Listen. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What the heck? All right, whatever. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of, why is I doing that? All right, there we go. Let's do it again. We are live week of March 20th 2018 here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesday night 30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network where there is some information about the about the network in a whole. And there is an IRC-esque link. If you click on that and you have Chatzilla, it'll bring you directly into the chat room and we're also on discord you can follow us there at vognetwork.com discord it'll bring you directly into the chat via the browser or the application so enjoy have fun and it's all it's all about and don't forget check-ins are now live so earn your vog points if you're listening on the podcast feed uh, there's a passphrase somewhere in the episode when you hear that head on over to vognetwork.com put in the passphrase and earn some vog points so now we're going to go around the room how was your week? How was your day? Ari.
2: Uh, well let's see. Today was payday and a lot Achim. of already has already gone to paying bills and whatnot.
1: I know that <clears> what feel.
2: Including taking a step making a dent in my uh, first rent with my new pay, with new rent hike.
1: Ah, I know that feel.
2: And because of the uh, sudden onset of snow you know, between today and tomorrow, I get to work directly across the street instead of you know having to go out and drive all that far. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um. Yeah, the t- because of all the uh, Toys Ruts is closing down, and with the uh, re-advent of KB Toys, which didn't come till like a couple days ago or so, uh-huh. I decided to go over to my local KB. My- Local KB, what the fuck is wrong with me? My local Toys R Us, and you know, see if they had anything you know good on for sale. Anything? Um, well, the only stuff I was really like looking for was the Nerf stuff. hmm And they have a special deal where if you uh, buy like thirty dollars worth of Nerf products, you get an ammo pack up to eight bucks for free. <sighs> so that's what I end up getting. I end up getting a. Nerf Strike, you know, gun, which is, the damn thing is as long as my arm. Yep, as long as my arm. Ooh. And the motherfucker is bolt action. It, the thing is pretty much a Nerf carbine.
1: I mean, me personally, unless I see the signs in the window clearance, I'm not even bothering with um Toys R Us. I mean... I could use a couple of new Nerf guns and get them painted black when I when I eventually do my Shadow of the Hedgehog cosplay. Oh God! I'm doing a humanoid-esque version. It'll be good.
2: Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm predicting that the uh, they're gonna have more stuff, you know, bl- flying out the doors. So, uh you know, maybe I'll take a, like take a walk over, not take, not take a walk, take a drive over there when the uh, weather gets a little better.
1: That's nice.
2: Also, I, f- I learned some great news about pro wrestling today.
1: Oh, I saw that. Yes. yes! Daniel Bryan has been yes! cleared
2: for medically cleared to wrestle again.
1: I think he's been medically cleared for a while of paper just going to wait. So you know, they were just probably waiting or something.
2: Well... The WWE's, you know, in-house doctor was the biggest hurdle to get over. I
1: right, know. I'm just. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if he was already cleared, but they were just tacking extra time on it to, to play it out just right.
2: But still, yeah. My, I found on my Facebook feed. My, my friends tell me about like 15 minutes later. I'm like, I've had Ride of the Valkyries on Infinite Loop like, since I heard the noise. Heard the news and my other friend was like, yeah, that sounds like you all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: But yeah, I'm like, other than that, it's been, you know, pretty good day, week. So yeah, that's how things have been going for me.
1: Okay, cool. Marco John, how was your week? How was your day?
3: Uh, week was pretty good. I've been trying to, uh, get used to using my new phone. Yeah, yeah I ended up upgrading and getting the Galaxy S9. Mm. And it's very pretty, and I enjoy it a lot. But it's a lot different than what I was used to. And I keep pressing things that I shouldn't be pressing so I have to get used to it.
1: Yes, because the last thing you need to do is press the wrong button and then there's a nuclear strike. (laughs) Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba.
3: No, I won't do that. But, yeah, other than that, I, uh, felt like I needed a change, so I cut off most of my hair.
1: (laughs) Okay, Akane.
3: Yeah, well, I I wanted to, uh, lighten up a little bit so it's layered, so it curls really nice, and I'm enjoying it.
1: Oh, that's good.
3: Because yay for curly hair. Mm. Most of the time.
1: Fair enough. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Um, I finally finished up another set of con photos, and I'm going to probably start on the... I'm going to try to start on the next set tomorrow, and... And I'm hoping to get them, have them done by the end, hopefully by the end of them, like by next week. Because there are some individual photo shoots I want to edit and post. Because I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, I did some minor upgrades to the studio, most likely to the microphone. I went out and ordered a brand new pop mic uh, filter. Because the traditional one I had was nice, but the way it was shaped, moving the the microphone arm around, it was cumbersome. Because it would still be in my line of sight. This little thing just covers right around the mic itself and it's out of the way. Only thing is I have to find my old um, microphone cable because the one I have on here now is about a foot and I have like a three footer and I got to remember where I put it. That way, like, I have more flexibility with the boom arm. Um, let's see. What else is there? That basically is... It, oh yeah, I'm going out of town in a couple of weeks cuz a friend of mine, she got her own place and we're just going to celebrate and so forth. She it's basically freedom. So I'm like, yeah, I'll bring the booze. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see Good for her, man. Oh yeah, definitely. I ordered my May, my Overwatch May backpack charm and instead of putting it on my backpack, it's actually hanging up from the seat, from the bulkhead, off of on a pin, because I realized I spent ten dollars on that, and I would kill somebody if I actually lost it while traveling on the train. So <laughs> it's hanging up there. I'm probably going to put the Sailor Venus one right next to it. Um, started back playing a little bit more Titanfall too, and that's basically is it. I. I'm sitting here trying to cap my brain over... Oh, yeah. I did go out for St. Patrick's Day. I didn't have any green beer. But, I did enjoy some be- some alcoholic beverages with my two sisters, Sunseen Lee and Oshidori. So, it was good times all around. All right. That was fun. All right. I'm going to go ahead... Take our first break, and when we get back, we're going to get into tonight's news. How does that sound? Okie dokie. Fine by me. Awesome. So, we'll be back. Can you go? See, I wasn't kidding when I said I was going to bring it back to the old school now, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. not, but I think mm-hmm. that song probably went over a lot of people's heads. So, anywho, let's get on with tonight's uh, show. Ari, what's up with um I Kazuna?
2: Ah, uh, yes, the uh, virtual YouTuber.
1: Am I the only one that wants to see her duke it out against Hatsune Miku?
2: I'm, I'm sure people have uh, thought about it and <clears throat> made fan about it.
1: <clears throat> when it takes off a, a virtual idol title. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I was thinking stuff much less wholesome, but okay. <laughs>
1: oh fuck! If you go over to the chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, <laughs> Bob Coffee says Kazuna I would shank Miku because she is straight gangster.
2: <laughs> Fair
1: enough. Fair enough.
2: <clears throat> anyway, um, the Magical Fest Kito Kitaro Fugonu no, Ninaru event announced on Sunday that the virtual YouTuber character Kisuno Ai will voice Administrator B, aka Okami, in the television anime of Kentaro Sato's magical Sight, uh, site, mag, like magical shojo's site manga. The self-proclaimed. World's first virtual YouTuber. Let me put this in the chat real quick. The world's first virtual YouTuber de- debuted on December 1st, 2016, and has since got over 1.6 million subscribers on her main channel and six, and roughly two-thirds of a million on her AI Games channel. She also plays games in character. The wow. anime will premiere on, <clears throat> premiere on MBS on April 6th at 2655, a.k.a. April 7th at 2:55 a.m. I have no idea why that why that's named that way it is. And we'll air on the Wait,
1: wait. That's, I that's either a typo. That's got to be a typo cuz I've never seen Japan time like that.
2: Yeah, now have I. <clears throat> and we'll air on the animeism block of MBS, TBS, and BS-TBS. The series will also air on SBS, ATV, and ATX, and it'll also stream on Amazon Prime Video Inside and Out of Japan. The show's previous reveal cast includes Yuko Ono as Aya Asagiri, the main character who always wished she was dead, Himika Akaneya as Tsuyuno Yatsumura, Aya's classmate who possesses a one that can stop time, Aina Suzuki as Rina Shioi, a former information broker pursues the mystery of the magical girl site. Also, oh, it is site, not Site. Okay. <clears throat> Yu Surizawa as Nijimia as Anazawa, the center of the nationally popular Inawasobi Idol Group. Haruka uh, Yamazaki as Serena Shizukume, the leader of the group that bullies Aya. Ryu Seinako as Site Manager Nana, and oh my god, what is the art in this girl? <clears throat> Let's see, the anime will have 12 episodes. Tadahito Matsubayashi is directing the anime and production DOA, and Takayo Ikami is in charge of the series' scripts. Sakai Shibuya is designing the characters, and KJ Inai is wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon. An outbreak company is composing music. The idol unit Iris, which is spelled small i star capital R I S, I don't know how. Have- I have no idea how to fucking pronounce that. Performs the anime's opening theme song, Changing Point, and Akani and Tsurizawa are also members of Iris. Haruka Yamazaki is performing the ending theme song. Sato launched a horror manga on Champion Top Manga website in July 2013 before moving it to Weekly Shonen Champion last September. Akita Shodan published the manga's ninth compiled book volume on March 8th, and Seven Seas Entertainment is releasing the manga in English. <clears throat> Sato launched the Magical Girl Apocalypse manga in Basatsu Shonen Champion's first issue in June 2012 and ended it last August. Akita Shonen published the manga's 16th and final compiled book volume last September. And Seven Seas Entertainment released some manga in English. So this looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Oh. I, <clears throat> Though uh, Kizunai is having a it sounds like Houston and I have a lot more minor, minor plot that, minor minor uh, role than uh, originally led on.
1: Ah, and I did a little bit of research, and that time at twenty six fifty five. Yeah. that's actually normal. From this is what oh. I picked up on Wikipedia: time of day notation between twenty four hundred, such as twenty four oh one or twenty five fifty nine, instead of. 0001 or 0159 are not commonly used and covered by relevant standards However, they have been used occasionally in some special contexts in the UK, Japan, Hong Kong, and China Where businesses' hours extend beyond midnight such as broadcast television production and scheduling They also appear in some public transport applications such as Google's general transit feed specification file format for some ticketing systems this usage prevents a time period with reported dates without appearing before its end. So it kind of makes sense. It does make sense. And my mm. apologies if you heard my other phone go off. Let me shut that fucker. And...
2: I mean, you don't really hear things like 13, a, like 13 o'clock a.m. or 14 o'clock p.m. in the, the West
1: true but you know at least in a way it does make sense it's like the the day is still going you instead of having to go the next day you know it's interesting you learn something new every day (laughs) as we go learning something new every day mako what's up with city hunter
3: so, yeah, Aniplex announced on Monday that it is producing a new anime film adaptation of City Hunter. Uh, Sunrise is going to be the animation studio, and it's slated for a spring 2019 release. The new film will move the setting to present-day Shinjuku and will feature the return of Akira Kamiya, as protagonist Ryo Saba, and Kazu Ikura as heroine Kaori Makimura. Makimura! Uh, director Kenji Kodama, who has directed most of the previous City Hunter anime, returns as the chief director. Uh, Yochi Kaito uh, will be penning the script. The teaser video below features the song Get Wild by TM Network which is the ending theme song for the first City Hunter television anime. Mm. And unfortunately, it looks like the video is region blocked.
1: Damn. Look, well, it it's time to su- turn on your VPNs and send it for Japan and let it fly.
3: Yeah. So the manga itself is about uh, Ryo Sara, a sniper and a private eye, also called a sweeper based in Tokyo's Shinjuku Ward, with unrivaled markmanship and an over-the-top obsession for the opposite sex. He serves as a bodyguard and other duties for his clients. The original manga inspired four television anime series, one anime film, and several video and television specials, including an original anime DVD that was put out in 2015. Uh, ADV Films released most of these anime projects in North America. Jackie Chan starred in a 1993 Hong Kong-like version of the, uh, of the film that was loosely adapted uh, by the, from the original manga. And there is a Korean live-action television series that was adapted and premiered in 2011, and Hulu streamed this version in the United States. There's also a French live-action film adaptation titled Nikki Larson, um, and that is actually underway right now. Um, a separate Chinese live action film has been greenlit for December of 2018 or later in China. So, yeah, this is an extremely popular series that everybody has their hands on.
1: I'm kind of surprised they mentioned the Jackie Chan uh, loosely live action film.
2: Someone went deep with this article. Good for them.
1: He actually hated doing that movie. Oof. But most... And this is a man
2: who's been dropped on his head multiple times. Yeah,
1: but I I actually bought this movie just for one scene and one scene only. And I think that DVD is on my shelf. Now, if you're wondering what that scene is...
2: The Street Fighter scene.
1: I was getting to that. There is a scene. Oh, that's that movie. Yes, there is a scene where Jackie Chan plays through the characters of Ryu, Chun Li, E Honda, Blanca, and a few others. They they were chasing someone and they end up falling into the skirt into the arcade machines and that's how it goes through. That is from the movie City Hunter.
3: I remember. Being at your place, and you're like, you have to watch this. Yeah. Don't you don't have to watch any of the rest of the film. You just have to watch this. Mm-hmm. And I can remember sitting there and watching it and going, "What the <laughs> fuck am I
1: watching?" <laughs> That's one of the few times I've said best ten dollars I've ever spent. Yeah. Yeah, as Bob Coffey says, in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, there's also a new City Hunter anime coming out, and Akira Kami is reprising his role as Ryo Seba in it. I think we just covered that. And Dr. Tsuyu says... Yeah, I think
3: that's what we were covering. Yeah.
1: And Dr. Tsuyu says, I saw that clip. It was hilarious. Yes, yes it was. Yeah, I have to admit, that was a funny clip. Okay. Now, th- this next one, I have been hyped for this since um January. Now, I had to go find the right track to play this song because when the anime came out in the States, there was two versions of the opening theme. The original Japanese, which I have played from time to time when we talked about this anime, and then there's the original English Opening theme which is very jazzy. It's like it's kind of like a up a bit higher upbeat than tank from Cowboy Bebop If this track sounds kind of familiar to you, then you know, I'm getting ready to talk about Gunsmith Cats Animigo has announced this past Saturday that it will launch its Kickstarter for Gunsmith Cats March 24th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's also a link available for a draft of the Kickstarter campaign. The anime, based on Kenichi Sonoda's manga of the same name, such as a marksman and gunsmith Rally Vincent and explosive expert Minnie Mae Hopkins two bounty hunters who chase criminals and other bounties in Chicago, often running afoul of gangs, police, and other bounty hunters along the way. The three episode OVA originally shipped in Japan from 95 to 96, ADD released the anime on VHS in 96, which I believe I have one of them, and hit DVD in 2001, which I did buy and it somehow got lost. Dark Horse Comics released the manga from 96 to 2002, and the sequel comic, Guns With Cats burst from 2007 to 2010. Dark Horse offers several, a revised omnibus re-release of the original series in 2007. A new Guns With Cats reboot anime will debut at ASEN in Illinois. The convention will be held from May 18th through the 20th. I cannot wait for this new uh, Guns With Cats anime, because it is so good. It's so so good. Marco. I think you're going to like this.
3: I think I've watched some of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just can't remember.
2: Is it on something like Netflix or Crunchyroll
1: no. or whatever? No. No, the licensing went to the way of the Dodo bird after ADV folding. Damn. I mean, you could find fan subs and you could probably... You could find the dubbed episodes on YouTube. There's only three.
2: I imagine it wouldn't be too hard to find.
1: Especially... And I think Marco liked the fact that Rally Vincent drives around in a Shelby GT Cobra.
2: Mm-hmm. Sweet-looking car.
3: Mm-hmm. Shelby Cobras are my car of choice.
1: You know, I can actually picture you and Chibi Tifa as Rally and Minnie Mae Hopkins. I mean, Marco, can, can you just... Matt, picture yourself opening up your denim jacket, and there's nothing but grenades and bombs underneath it. Yeah, that would work. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I-, I-, I thoroughly cannot wait. Um, I'm actually going to my friend's uh, engagement party on Saturday. And I think, if I remember correctly, it ends at 5. So as soon as I step off, I will be hitting Kickstarter.com. I will be logging in, and I will be putting my pledge down for this. Uh, I, 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 I can't wait. I can't remember the last time I've been so hyped about a um about a Kickstarter or an anime like this.
3: Hologram Crisis?
1: Fair enough. that's a classic
3: I'm just like uh the last time they did a kickstarter (laughs) like
1: this Mm. and I'm looking at their draft right now for five bucks you get a digital download of artwork and production materials you get a goodie if you pledge 13 you get two goodies if you pledge 21 And I and here you go. You if you pledge thirty bucks, you get the Blu-ray.
3: That's not bad for a Blu-ray, especially on a Kickstarter.
1: But then again, it's only three episodes.
3: Yeah, but still, that's still not
1: bad. I know. Compared to um, Guns, I mean, Bubble and Crisis was fifty dollars. I might. I'm looking at the prices here. I might just do the $60 pledge, which you get the Blu-ray, a you get the the, da- the goodies, downloads, and a collector case with a doujin, a doujin and an art book. I might. That might just be worth something. And I'm just looking as it, as it goes on and stuff like that.
2: I think it'd be satisfied with the $30 or the very least the $38 tier.
1: Mm-hmm. They have some really good stuff, you know Yeah, here it is Premium backers will get the the Blu-ray in a chipboard case Along with a special soft cover doujinshi art book That contains both original production color art And over 100 sentai reference drawings And new artwork by Kenichi Sonoda And the new Guns with Cats by by him as well With invited guest manga artists That's pretty fucking cool
2: not gonna lie, I want that jacket.
1: The black? The, the, you mean the leather jacket that Raleigh's wearing? Yeah. Oh, the, okay.
2: Gunsmith cat's painted on the back of it. Oh,
1: the denim jacket that Minnie Mae wears. Yeah. I actually had a friend who cosplayed Minnie Mae Hopkins one year at Anime's, and she was upset that nobody knew who she was. I'm like, trust me, I know who you are.
2: <laughs> yeah, I posted a link, direct link to it in the Ooh. chat room.
1: All right, I have to say yo that that jazzy theme is pretty awesome, and the, uh-huh. the funny thing is, I was like, you know what I wonder what the odds are, and first result was a ten minute loop of the opening theme I'm like i can I can work with this, oh that jenim ja- okay okay, I see what you're saying yep yeah i I see I see exactly what you mean now, okay. Okay, now that I sound like that
2: would never come in my size, but you know, it a man could dream.
1: Point. I feel you on that. And that I've done like fanboying out over one of over our favorite anime of mine is that is now time for Mako-chan to the fangirl out of one of her favorite animes.
3: Uh yeah, so they finally announced when the newest uh, series season uh, series, I guess Of Cute High Earth Defense Club Love Which is going to be Cute High Earth Defense Club Happy Kiss What? Yeah, it's a, it's completely new uh, Magical Boys So they had to change it up a little bit mm. But it was revealed on Friday That the show will premiere on April 8th It's going to air on TV Tokyo Late at night uh, Basically about one thirty-five am and then will air later in April on TV Osaka mm. and ATX. It's going to stream on D Anime Store, Nico Live Nico Livestream, Nico Nico Channel, You Next, Anime Hodai, and Enter. So, uh, yeah, so basically, Cry uh, Umadani is credited with the original work. Shinji Takamatsu is directing the series again with uh, Studio Comet. He's doing composition and serving also as sound director. Chiziru Miwaka is returning to design the characters. She was in charge of the design concept for the original uh, sequel of this the, the sequel of the original series.
4: Gotcha, okay.
3: And Tomoko Miyakawa is adapting those designs for animation. And Yamazo is composing the music at Pony Canyon. I'm the looking- anime's cast will be performing the opening theme song, which is uh, Absolutes Ultimate Happiness Happy Kiss, as well as the ending theme song, which is Our Noble Edelstein, oh. which basically was also um what the original cast did they did the opening almost like a magical girl Idol group yes but magical boy idols instead
1: there is a Idol boy idol anime out I think it's yeah. pre para or something like that I I don't remember so, somebody on my Facebook and Twitter knows but um I'm looking at the image of the of our hero of our heroes you sure this is not another season of free. No, um, the original series, uh,
3: one of the characters owned a bathhouse, and a lot of their downtime was at this bathhouse, so I'm guessing that's what this picture is referring to. I don't know if these characters will also be at the bathhouse, or if they will be at a different bathhouse or if they're just posing as if they are at a bathhouse.
2: Well, no. They're all shirtless and drinking in sync.
3: They're all shirtless, drinking in sync, and have towels around their waists.
2: Or, in the case of two of them, their their, uh, shoulders.
3: Yeah, but they're around their waists, too.
2: I don't know, the way they're positioned and the way the uh, image is kept... Crop, it looks no, like you, can,
3: you can see it. If you yeah. look behind the one, the pink hair, you can see that there's a towel yeah, like, barely, under his armpit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this whole series is just crack. I'm hoping that this is going to be even worse. And I mean that in a good way.
1: I actually need to watch finish watching the first season. Because after the first couple of episodes, I'm like, yo, this shit is a little bit too much for me, but...
3: Yeah, I finished watching the first and second season, and then after that there is like an OVA kind of 30-minute thing. That I still have to watch. I don't know if that's tying into this, but I know it's supposed to be, you know, discussing why they're not, you know, doing what they do anymore.
1: Oh, okay.
3: But yeah, I'm excited. This is just a complete, funny, cracked-out anime, and it's if you're looking for something serious, if you're looking for something that makes sense, this is not for you.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as I'm flipping through my screens, I jump on. I look at my Twitter real quick, and I just saw something that just kind of made me sick to my stomach. So let's just let's just move right along. So mm.
4: yeah,
1: I. It, I, unlike OLR, it's far and few. I, we bring politics and stuff on this show, but... Nah, moving right along. That and we ain't got the time for that.
2: No.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Ari, what's up with Shaman King? Uh,
2: what indeed. Um, At the beginning of the year, the official website for Shaman King's 20th anniversary gave fans a, a chance to pick their top character from Hiroyuki Take okay even including costume variations the result was over 350 characters to choose from 16 of them were different versions of Yo Asakura well okay then <laughs> first, place, first place went to protagonist Yo Asakura in his school uniform the first choice in the lineup on the website second place went to How, the series primary antagonist and the current Shaman King fans picked How's poncho version Dorina.
3: which Ugh. technically he's the sort of twin mm-hmm. they're all related
2: uh, third place went to Anakio Yama Yoko's y- Yo's primary love interest in the shaman in their own right fans picked Ana and their shaman attire to round at the top three and the monk magazine lists all 376 choices in order yikes the poll winners will be considered for appearing in a new comic and novels. <clears throat> Shaman King became, began in Shuisha's Weekly Shonen Jump in 1998. The series abruptly ended in 2004, although a reprinting of the manga re- revealed a quote unquote true ending <clears throat> in 2009. Takei drew, drew a series of short stories titled Shaman King Zero in Jump X magazine starting November 2011, and published a sequel series titled Shaman King Flowers in the same manga magazine from 2012 to 14. Uh, Viz Media published published a manga in English in the past and describes how the story began. When he takes a shortcut through a cemetery, Mata Oyomata meets a strange kid with headphones surrounded by ghosts. This kid is a teenage shaman, Yo Asakura. Tapping his supernatural sword-fighting powers of samurai ghost Admitamaru, Yo fights Bokuto no Ryu, a sword-wielding gang member. But But an even more dangerous opponent stalking Yo and Mata, a Chinese shaman who wants to possess... Amidamaru. The manga's new arc could be serialized in Shonen's Magazine Edge with a prologue and a May issue shipping on April 17th. The, manga, the main manga will then launch in the June issue on May 17th. <clears throat> the magazine's April issue was shipped on Saturday, Publisher the World, the original manga's final chapter, Sashi Saishukai, The Last Words, or Final Round, The Last Words.
1: Well, now you can say it's finished
2: i got to admit, I've never seen any of the Shaman King or read any of it. It just never really did anything for me.
1: I actually watched it when it was part of the Fox block, when the four kids had it.
2: It was okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I watched the entire
3: series. I read the original manga, and then I started to read the sequel and got about halfway done, and then my ABD kicked in,
1: <laughs>
3: and I never went back to it.
1: I wouldn't mind rewatching it in jap watching it in Japanese, but I will say the the English dub of it was pretty good.
3: Yeah, the English dub wasn't bad. Um, I did download it and watched it with subtitles.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, not bad. Um, because I was so used to watching it in English, it took a little bit of getting used to the voice actors. Yeah, but it's not bad. I enjoy it.
1: That's good. I'm glad you did it's
3: just one of those series that you either love it or you hate it. And I was one of those that loved it.
1: Mm. Speaking about things that you would love, would you ride a Hello Kitty train? Um,
2: maybe. I guess? For the novelty of it, more than anything.
1: Same here, same here. But, um, since we're talking about that Baka, what's up with the Hello Kitty bullet train? So,
3: yeah. So, Hello Kitty is getting her own high-speed train. So, we all know that the EVA train ended up uh, ceasing operation. Or, I should say, it will be ceasing operations this May. It's... uh, The Hello Kitty train is basically taking styling cues from the EVA train. So, uh, it's um, going to be their... uh, The the train itself is the 500 series uh, Shinkansen. So, it's going to be very pink, very white, very (laughs) (coughs) pastel-y,
1: and very kawaii quick tell saying yaten yeah so it's
3: going to run on the sanyo shinkansen line from osaka's shin-osaka station to hakata station in fukuoka it will be wrapped in a pink and white color scheme with hello kitty's signature bow showcased along the length of a pastel ribbon It is said to signify how the train ties and binds customers to the region. Interesting. Like the EVA train, which came before it, this special Hello Kitty model will have exclusive design features in its first and second carriages. In the first carriage, there will be a display set up to promote the appeal of various regions in western Western Japan, Starting first with the Senen Destination Campaign, which showcases the prefectures of Shimane and Totori in the Senen region. This will be followed by a display dedicated to Osaka, Hyogo, Okayama, Hiroshima, Yamaguchi, and Fukuoka. Uh, Hello Kitty will serve as a guide, and will have uh, pictures and uh, specialties depending on which um, region is featured at that time. The second carriage will be decorated with cute and stylish interiors, transformed by the magic of Hello Kitty herself. The details of the interiors are yet to be revealed. The rail company has released a promotional video showing more of the collaborative design ideas, including an adorable Hello Kitty train conductor. It will be making its debut in Japan this summer, to keep up date with developments and news of limited edition tie-in goods there is an official website uh it's www.jr slash hello kitty shinkansen.jp and of course there's going to be limited edition tie-in goods duh
1: Now, the only question is, do you want any of these rare goods? Um, If a
3: certain evil penguin is part of it, then yes.
1: Ah, Botsmaru. Yes.
3: And if a certain metal-loving red panda is part of it, then yes.
1: Okay. Sounds about right to me. Can't complain. All right. Let's see what else is up on the docket tonight. Damn it! Do do what you're supposed to do, you. Yes. Thank you. I'm trying to mark something in the podcast so, so I can reference back to it later, and it's not doing it. So it finally got decided. Like, oh, you meant for me to mark this. Ish. All right. Anyhow, now let's talk about something I think is pretty damn cool, and that's. A tour, uh, tourism video. It's not just your normal tourism video. This is a tourism video done in the style of Studio Ghibli for the state of Oregon. I th-
2: hey, you I- saw this video too, huh?
1: Yeah, I think I saw this floating around on Facebook, and I just, I was like, wait, what?
2: Yeah, I saw it on, I shared on Facebook a couple times when I saw it.
1: That's okay, that's what it is. Okay. Now, this is a tourism video for Oregon. It's called Only Slightly Exaggerated. It is a lavishly animated video that takes you on a 90-second whirlwind tour of Oregon, done in a style that's quite obvious of legend, Hayao Miyazaki, and the studio that he co-founded, which is Studio Ghibli. While the human character designs show only mild anime influences, the animals and spirits show clear Ghibli influences as does the depiction of natural phenomena such as splashing water and gusting wind. This is pretty cool. And in one of the screen clips here, you see um, Lupin's Fiat from the Miyazaki film, The Castle of Cagliostro.
2: That's a nice little throwback. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And giant heart-melting bunnies, and we all know. Or you mean
2: heart-melting giant bunnies? Because that could be phrased, you know, completely different.
1: <laughs> doesn't matter. mako Chong wants.
2: It something completely different.
1: Doesn't matter. mako Chong still wants one. Yeah, kind of. See.
2: Want to just let out a squeal and fry someone's insides with a look?
3: Hmm. I want a giant Usagi. Of course, you do. Yes, I do.
1: So what makes the video depiction of Oregon slightly exaggerated? Well, the state doesn't actually have any newspaper reading frogs, nor do volcanic debris ever rise out of Crater Lake and dance through the night sky like in Spirit Away's Haku in his dragon form. But many of the scenes show real-life Oregon locations and events. The city of Portland holds a Dragon Boat Festival every year, and even that awesome-looking bike path through the trees is a real place. Called the Black Rock Mountain Bike Area And also there are a lot of cities That have Dragon Boat Festivals And races it's pretty cool Unlike the anime, unlike the Aimed at Japan Anime style tourism ad done for Canada By the studio behind Your Name Only slightly exaggerated was created Primarily with the English speaking travelers in mind More background On the locations Can be found on the Travel Oregon Website But still the beautiful adjust might have more Japanese travelers putting Oregon in the itinerary. should they happen to be should they happen to see this loving mix of Japanese animation motifs and west coast beauty okay plus the fact that a certain um, item is legal there so
2: are you suggesting that I had a hand in creating this tourism video
1: wouldn't surprise me (laughs) And Don't forget, there's also the Facebook page and site "Keep Portland Weird" or something like that. I mean, where else you gonna see someone on a unicycle with a um wearing a kilt playing? Oh, the bagpiper. unipiper! That
2: guy's yeah. awesome.
1: A bagpipe shooting flames to the uh, Imperial March theme.
2: Oh, you so you've seen the unipiper cosplaying as Darth Vader, huh?
1: Yes, I have.
2: Amazing, isn't
1: it? Yes, I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase, sweets.
1: And now that we um, got that out of the way, we go over the strange news from Japan. And, um, Mako chan? Uh Huh? You're quite the shit, aren't you?
2: (laughs) I try. (sighs) You're
1: such a fucking turd.
2: I I don't even know what. Article.
1: I. I think I'll take the first one and just get and get the number two out of the way. <laughs> I'll
2: take the last one then, I guess.
1: Well, at least the seat'll be warm when you drop that deuce. Oh boy! <laughs> here's now. Here's our first story: about strange news from Japan. Lesbian idols confession of love prompts veteran to say idol romance restrictions are shit Harsh are the words from a strong supporter of letting love bloom between idols and anyone that they want While it's not something that applies to each and every performer in the industry It's become a standard thing for Japanese idol singers that have a no romance clause in the contracts the logic behind this is that the biggest supporters of idols, financially speaking, are those who feel a personal connection with the idol's songs. And if they find out that the idol actually has a significant other in their life, those fans will stop thinking about their or songs of validating and encouragement and pretty much will stop buying and supporting. So it's pretty much this. If you know the person is single, you'll continue to buy their merch and support. them. if you know they have a significant other, you're going to spend your money elsewhere. So it was a pretty bold move when Nabusu Makai, the designated leader of idol group She-X, S-H-I-X, declared, She-X declared her love for the special someone in her life during an appearance on a late-night Japanese variety program, Ariyoshi Han- Hansakai. And in this picture, Nobusu Makai is the goth chick.
3: They're all kind of goth chicks.
1: Sounds like your type of idol group.
3: Yeah, I've never heard of them, so I might have to look into it.
1: Yep. They look pretty hot, though. I'm not denying that. But here's the thing. That wasn't the only thing that had had viewers... Left viewers and fans surprised The person Makai has fallen in love with is none other than Mine Mineta Who is not only a woman, but also a member of the group She-X And here's one final surprise Rinku Tamaki, yet another member of She-X Said that she herself is in love with Makai, although her romantic affections are apparently unrequited Remaining member, Ringo Amane, doesn't seem to be carrying a torch for any of the bandmates. During the group's appearance on the program, Makai told Mineta, My feelings have gone from like to love. Please be my girlfriend. Mineta agreed and the two now have become an open couple. Among those who were enthralled by a turn of events was Reno Sashihara. She is currently a member of HKT48. The 25-year-old Sashihara was previously a member of the associated group AKB48, Japan's premier idol act, though she discovered to have a boyfriend six years ago and transferred to the the lesser-known group HKT48 as part of an individual rebranding strategy. In regards to the open dating, Sashihara said that, no, she said, Seeing them so happy together and also the fact that there was a love triangle, it makes me think once again that no romance rule idols are shit. Technically, She-X does have a no dating policy for its members, but it appears to be focused on keeping them from becoming romantically involved with fans. As such, Makai and Manana's relationship apparently slides through the loophole smoothly, and so far there hasn't been any major backlash from the group's fanbase. However, it's a little bit early to call this a turning point in the idol industry practices. A quick look at Makai's onstage makeup or the group concert video above in the video. It shows that She-X is marketed very differently from most idol groups, relying far less on the fantasy of demure maidens acting as fans' personal cheerleaders. Still, it's one more vote for it's okay for the idols to have their own love lives. I see what you did there. And with Sashihara dabbling in acting as a producer for the other idols, she reaches the upper ages of onstage performers in the genre. Maybe she'll give the singers, maybe she'll give the singers she's in charge of a similar freedom to love whoever they want. I think that was pretty cool.
2: They look like fun. I bet their concerts are a huge hit too.
1: Probably. Hmm. Alright, who's taking the next one again? I don't remember.
3: I'm taking the next one.
1: Alright.
3: So, yeah, this has got to be the world's most passive-aggressive restroom.
1: Wait, is that such a thing?
3: Yeah, yeah. so according to this, there is a ladies' room in a in Tokyo Shinagawa Station that has 11 signs and an audio warning on continuous loop telling people that it is a ladies' room. Mm. So what happened is they are doing uh, renovations and what once was the men's room has now become the ladies room after these renovations and the men's room has changed into a, uh, has been placed somewhere else. Ah. Well, it seems that the people that are used to using this restroom have not realized that yet. So, they started out with the normal, uh, the normal sign that just says, you know, basically restroom for women. Now, there are 11 signs, uh, continuously adding more signs. There are 8 salmon-covered signs featuring the international silhouette for women and one similar black sign, which appears to be the original sign. There are a couple of handwritten signs, which read, There is no men's room here, along with the original Restroom for Women sign in three different languages.
1: Wow, talk about getting a clue, people.
3: Upon returning six days later, the number of signs, um, the original black sign was removed from the remodeling, and a new, protruding, salmon-colored sign was added. So instead of just having a sign by the door, there is a sign before the hallway stating that is a, that it is a woman's room. There's also a pre-recorded audio message playing on a loop telling everyone there is no men's room here. <laughs> and why does this keep happening? Because the men continue to go in there. Um, so some folks online basically go, it's a little much, but I admire their dedication. I like how they included different sizes and body types. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure a guy will still go in there. And then the last one, I wonder how many men must have gone in there to trigger such a reaction. The answer to that is it appears that hundreds of men have gone in there.
2: What? Yes. Seriously? Mm -hmm. Oh, hell.
3: Mainly because, again, that was originally the men's room, and it was closed by the uh, renovations and turned into the women's bathroom.
1: But there are signs all over the place. Mm,
3: People just don't seem to care.
1: Yeah. I believe that. So, yeah.
3: So, another two signs were added in on March 14th, bringing the total up to 11 signs. Meaning that there are still men going into that restroom even though all signs point to women.
2: Right? Does someone have to be standing outside the, the the women's restroom and just go And it's when a man comes up and he goes, what part of this is a woman's restroom do you not fucking get? That's
1: Right now, there is a you you can't see, but it's a facial expression I have, which is, Kanye, which is from it's a meme of Kanye, his head going, hanging back, staring out, and underneath it, bruh, like really,
2: is it the so fucking done facial expression? Yeah, basically. I know what that expression is. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so I mean, it's just at this point they're just being oblivious, and I think being pains in the ass because they don't want to use a different bathroom. Because with that many signs, and with their recording going, you, the amount of people that are still going in there just, you know, for whatever reason, is astounding. Oh. There's no reason for it. Christ.
1: Christ.
2: Shall we move on? Yes, please. $11,000 luxury Japanese toilet will probably give you the best poop experience of your life. What? Shit. For that
1: that price, after I dumped with that, I better get a reach around. Shit.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. When you hear Japanese soy, do you think of the pit style squatty potty or the multifunctional but confusing washlet? It's 50 50, but chances are you're probably thinking of the washlet, Japanese high tech bathroom invention has become so popular that even cats want to use them. And now Toto, the primary producer of Japanese washlets, has taken washlets to the next level. They've been working on an ultra luxurious, super high end washlet called, washlet called the NeoRest NX, which they're planning to retail at 11,000 US dollars.
1: Damn, that's an expensive toilet.
2: Think that's too much for a toilet? Think again. The porcelain throne is designed with a number of executive features to maintain maximum cleanliness, hygiene, comfort, and even quote-unquote hospitality. This washer will probably keep you from ever having to pick up a toilet brush again. It's got an quote, ultra-smooth ceramic surface on the inside, which makes waste material slide right down into the water. Plus, when the toilet sees you coming, and yes, it sees you, it sprays a fine mist inside the ball in preparation to keep the surfaces moist, which help keep the more nasties away from the walls. Oh boy. It's
1: like a butler.
2: <laughs> the three hundred and sixty degree tornado flush makes sure everything goes down smooth to keep you from ever having to plunge. And finally, after you finish the toilet sprays, ionized water around the bowl to get rid of those persistent dirt and waste particles.
1: Al Bundy Just... would be proud of this toilet.
2: You'd never leave the fucking bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> The mist and the ionized water also keep the toilet nice and hygienic, so you never have to worry about picking up any yucky germs while doing your business. The bidet spigot cleans itself with ionized water, too, and the toilet even boasts a UV light bulb that further knocks out the tiny waste particles, keeping you, your toilet, and your ass clean and (laughs) germ-free. But that's not all. This toilet is designed for hospitality, which means you don't have to do a thing but what you came to do. It opens the lid when you walk up, warms the seat, deodorizes, auto-flushes, and then politely closes the lid after you leave. Of course, it's got a, a day and an air dry, so you don't even have to bottle of toilet paper. All you have to do is sit. Oh, and don't forget a, quote, soft night light so users don't have to disturb themselves at night with a bathroom light. Well, now. Yeah. I get it, we can't all afford to just drop 11 grand on a toilet, but think of how much money you'll save on toilet paper in the long run. Well then! you
1: means the term royal flush.
2: Womp womp. And it's slated for a US release later on in the year.
1: Coming soon to Home Depot. Mm <laughs> hmm.
3: I wanna know how it knows exactly who's coming up to the toilet
4: or what you're gonna be
3: Well also and what you're going to be using the toilet for because I was watching the video and not only does the lid pop up but the seat pops up too. So I wanna know how it knows that you know one somebody is going to be standing there and peeing into it. Or two, you know, if it's just a remote control that you have to carry with you and you hit the remote control.
1: Mm. Now, come, Maka, be real. Seriously, be real. In this day and age of technology, it wouldn't be a remote. It would be an app on your phone.
3: Well, no, it shows a remote.
1: Well, shit.
2: Would you really be surprised if this toilet did have an app?
1: No, I would not. No, not at all. Bluetooth Wi-Fi, a Bluetooth Wi-Fi enabled toilet. If there's a USB port to charge your phone while you're taking a dump, shut up and take my
2: money. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it's missing. I know, right?
1: Oh, man. I think I'm all turded out now, so. Oh, jeez. God damn it. (laughs) We're going to take our last break, so we'll be back.
0: Shikari,
1: We're finishing underneath our time. I like that.
2: Yeah, it feels good.
1: Definitely. Uh That gives me time to take care of some other technical stuff I want to do. I could probably get that taken care of tonight. So, if you like the show, let us know. Drop us a line at podcast at dot session.com. Again, that is podcast at dot session.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post our convention uh, reports, uh, links to our photos and videos, anime reviews, our editorials, and our podcasts. And we also post um, cosplayer interviews and cosplay tips. So definitely check them out. And while you're there, you'll also see some buttons on our site as well. So if you have... You can subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play... So go through any of those, you can easily subscribe to us so you will have you, so you can have us on your mobile device every week. Check it out. And if you can't do that, you can always go to the VODnetwork.com forums, check out our episode and download it and take and take us on the go that way. Check out our social media pages, uh, there's youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV where we post all of our convention videos and interviews twitter.com slash anime jam session where we post updates to our website our podcast when we're going live and other cool stuff and our facebook facebook.com slash anime jam session where we post our cosplay videos and which also links to our twitter and our and our website so it's not hard to find us so to everybody on our social pages thank you so much for your love and support we could not do this show without y'all and we would not have made it 350 episodes And I think in three years, we're going to hit episode 500. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to check us out on Bog Network uh, every week. And definitely swing by every day for news, other podcasts, and other cool stuff. All right. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words. Mako-chan. Um. I. I'm hoping
3: that it actually snows down now that I'm not going to work.
2: Last
1: words, Ari.
2: I just want to get to bed and uh, hopefully get over this headache I've been having all day.
1: I hear you. My last words is, tab A goes into slot B. That's it. So, that's it. I think it's time for us to get the hell up on out of here while the getting is good. Wouldn't you all agree? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Alright, so I'm Ronva. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week.
2: Good night, everybody.
1: Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan.
3: Good night, Mako-chan.
1: Hey, I ain't complaining. We out. See you next week. AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or
0: pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane <laughs>